come a long way, but I got a long way to go. Things I used to do down in Louisiana, I don't do no more. I used to carry water. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Bobby Rush is in the Blues Hall of Fame, and he's won three Grammys. The first came when he was 83. The second was four years later, and the third, just this month. Now 90 years old, Bobby Rush shows no sign of slowing down. He still tours, dancing around the stage like a guy hat no, a quarter of his age, and not even COVID could stop him from writing and recording his latest album, the Grammy-winning All My Love For You. Bobby's here to play some of his songs for us today, and we're going to start with this one called Let Me In Your House. You know I'm broke and disgusted Lonely hearted too Tell you I'm broken disgusted y'all Oh Lord I'm lonely hearted too Oh let me in your house little girl Oh so I can have a little talk with you If I can't come in Just let me sit down here by your door If I can't come in Girl, let me sit down here by your door I leave so early in the morning Your real man will never know If I can't sleep in your bed, baby Let me sleep down here on your floor If I can't sleep in your bed Just let me sleep down here on your floor If I walk in my sleep, little girl <laughs> You're the only one would ever know If I can't be your full-time lover, just let me be your part-time man. If I can't be your full-time lover, oh, just let me be your part-time man. If I can't see you when I want to, oh, just let me see you when I can. If I can't be your big dog, let me be your little dog till your big dog come home. <laughs> if I can't be your big dog, baby, let me be your little dog till your big dog come home. And I will show you a little girl. How little dog can bear a bone. Bow wow. 
That is Bobby Rush. What a what a dirty little song that is. <laughs> hey, that ain't bad. I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> Let me in your house is the yeah. name of it. Um, so, Bobby, let's start with where you are now. Ninety years old. You're still touring, still performing, still writing and singing. On the new record, uh, the very first lyric that we hear is, you know, about having come a long way yeah. and still further to go. See, coming from where I come from as a main, especially as a blues main, as a black blues singer, there's a lot of things I could not do when I was a younger main. There's a lot of things have changed, but right. so many things remain the same. That's what I meant about I come a long way, and I use the word we mm-hmm. as a people. That we all still have a long way to go. I, I talked about how I used to carry water when I was a kid for 50 cents a day. Right. I talked about how much cotton I picked for 200 pounds or $2 for 200 pounds. And and then if you didn't pick 200 pounds, sometimes you would get paid for the whole thing. You you must pick 200 pounds to make the $2. So you pick 180 pounds, you get no money. That's Uh, a shame. Nobody ever talk about those kind of things. Yeah. So I'm free. Look at me. I got the shackles off my feet and the chains off my mind. I'm free. Yeah. Uh, it's a great lyric, the, the, the part about it. Nothing wrong with picking cotton, y'all, yeah. if you own the if field. If you own the field. Yeah. I used to pick cotton in the cotton field where I used to live. Don't mind picking cotton, y'all, if I own the cotton fields. Take a look in the mirror. How did so? How did you go from carrying water and picking cotton? Where did you learn to to play the blues? I um, mean, you were kind of living the blues, oh, but how did you man. learn to play the guitar <laughs> and write songs? From my daddy. My daddy being a preacher. I remember I was a little kid sitting down. My first cousin gave me a guitar, and I hid it. I thought I hid it. You know, you can't hide anything from your dad, mom. I hid it. <laughs> I thought I hid it in the loft, so he wouldn't see it. One day he said, "Junior, I'm named after my father." I said, yes, sir. I said, come here, boy. Bring that guitar here. He sit down and strong you like this. I said, Daddy, you can play. He said, oh, yeah, boy, I've been playing a long time before I met your mama. Now, wow. he said, let me sing a little song I used to sing when I was a little bit older than you. I thought it going to be by my mama, either glory, glory, hallelujah, when I laid my burden down. But he went into a song. He said, me and my guy went to chicken pen hunting. She fell down, and I saw something. I said, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> a preacher. <laughs> a dad and a preacher. A and a pre- that's, not, that's not something you want to see when you're there. <laughs> and I said, I said, sing it again, Daddy. What I wanted him to do is sing the next verse, because the first verse, she fell down, she saw something, right? Yeah. I figured the next verse, he would tell me what he what he saw. Now I couldn't ask him what he saw. I was getting ready to go to the kitchen and get me a pencil and piece of paper. If he couldn't tell me, draw it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. there's there's an old that's a long tradition of yeah. you know, the blues, the kind of dirty backdoor blues yeah, and, yeah. and the, the sacred we going yeah, hand sacred. in hand. You think of Blind Willie Johnson? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come, I come out of that mode, man. You hear me talk about old things, about song just because we're done. And you, hey, come on, you know. It's, right. it's got that old cliche kind of thing going, and it's got a double entendre meaning, which has got two meanings. I'm talking about, other words, I was talking about 
let me in your house, baby, and I just want to talk to you. Right. Oh, that ain't all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I convinced her let me, and if I if if you let me sleep in, don't you don't have to let me sleep in your bed? Let me sleep on your floor. Right. But sometimes I'm going to warn you, I do walk in my sleep now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, that's an older song, but on the new record, yeah. you, you have songs like yeah. I Want To. And, I Want To. And Mama. TV Mama, TV. and I Got a Proposition For You. I mean, you're still yeah. writing about the same I, st- I write about what I like. TV Mama, one with the big rice cream. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you know the kind I mean. <laughs> I got a woman, she's getting kind of fat. That's all right, Bobby Ray, like a black man. She's my big hip woman. Prettiest thing you ever seen. She's my TV mama. The one with the big white screen. And I talk about the kind of thing people can laugh about. You right. know, I talk about, you know, uh, the garbage man stealing my woman, you know, when she gone, she gone regardless who she left with. But it's kind of, it's kind of funny if the garbage man stealing because you would never think the garbage man picking up anything but garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and then there are songs that kind of tell yeah, your yeah, story. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm free. I'm free. But no, but no. also, you know, uh, like the, the, the song that mentions B.B. King and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and Muddy yeah, Waters. Muddy Waters, been talking about you know, but I put the funk into my blues. Right. You know, I put the funk into because I, I, you know, just let me explain this to you. I don't have to explain it to you, but I want the public to hear this. Yeah, yeah. What I try to do is modify the kind of thing that I do. Because when I came up, I didn't have electric lights, didn't have an inside toilet. We had to go outside to the toilet. It looked bad, smelled bad. Now I got nine bathrooms in my house. They look good. They smell good. But what you do with them is the same. <laughs> so I'm modified, but yet it's the same, you know. Right. Yeah, it's the same. I was born in the country in a one-room country shack. Left home when I was 15 with a guitar on my bike. I went to Chicago, y'all. And as you say in that uh, in that song, I'm the one, I'm the one that put the yeah, funk I'm in the, the blues. I'm, I'm 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 known for that. Everybody yeah. knows Bobby Rush put the funk in the blues. And I talk about things other people down not to talk about, and I put the kind of rhythm into the blues yeah. that nobody nobody think about putting in. Think it won't work, you know. And and my Asian time now, I don't think about what it work or not, whether you like it or not. It just accept it. If I do it well, you can say, Wow, I don't like old Bobby Rush. But damn, he good. That's how it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the song you're going to do next, Chicken Heads, this is your big hit. You know, well, It was my first gold record. I had the number one record. James Brown had the number two record. Bill Wood had the number three record. I beat them all out. That was in my category, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, the, them some bad cats to beat out at that time. You know? James Brown knew a little something about funk. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let him tell it. He brought the funk into the place, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
But you brought it into the blues. As, oh, yeah, I brought the blues. I put the fuck in the blues. I put the fuck in the blues. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear uh, a version. I mean, you've... Uh, You've done other versions of Chicken Head, uh, uh, Christone, uh, Kingfish. Oh, the Kingfish did it. Buddy um, Guy. Buddy Guy, uh, yeah. the band Government yeah, Mule. Government They've Mule all Mule. done versions of this song, but I want to hear you here but, now solo. But they did everything but this. Daddy told me on the dying bed. Give up your heart, but don't lose your head. You came along, girl, what did I do? Lost my heart and my head went to Lord have mercy. Little girl, little girl, you sure can cook. Little girl, little girl, I like the way you look. When you cook that chicken, save me the head. Mm-hmm. Should be working, but I'm home in bed. Here's what I'm doing. Thinking about you. Dreaming about you. Love that girl. But I love them chicken heads, too. Without your love, girl, I just can't go on. Feeling I have for you is much too strong. Let me in, let me in, let me in, let me ease on in. See, everybody be talking about everything about the chicken, the chicken, but it's real. <laughs> you can grind it up and eat it and call it a good meal. Ain't that chicken right on? That's chicken steel. Without your love, girl, I just can't go on. Feeling I have for you is much too strong. Let me in, let me in, let me in, let me ease on in. Uh huh, let me ease on in. This record went big for me. One of the first biggest records I ever had. Let me in, called Chicken Head. <laughs> let me in, let me in, let me in, let me ease on in. Since we talk about this record, let me break it down and tell you that Calvin Carter recorded this record in his studio, BJ Records, one of the big record companies back in the day. Calvin Carter had a business partner. He was a Jehovah's Witness preacher. He asked Mr. Barbaris, so what's the name of your song? I said, Chick Head. He said, oh, we can't cut a record like that. <laughs> I said, he said, you from down south. I said, yeah, from down south. He said, oh, you talking about chicken head. Y'all eat chicken head down there. I said, sure do. He says, tell me a little song about the song. I said, daddy told me on the dying bed, give up your heart, but don't you lose your head. You came along, what did I do? Lost my heart and my head too. We had nothing to do with a chicken. <laughs> He said, Barbara Rush, we need a B-side. I said, I got the B-side. So what is it? I said, Mary Jane. He said, oh, yeah, Mary Jane. I had two girls named Mary Jane, and both of them did me wrong. Let's sing about that. And I wasn't talking about a girl at all. <laughs> I was talking about getting high on reefer, but they didn't know what I was talking about. 
So I flipped it on them. So anything I did at that time, they believed in me, and I got a hit record off it because they didn't know what I was doing. And that's what it is about me today. A lot of people might not know what I'm doing when I'm doing it, but after I do it, they can understand it'll come to light. Chicken heads. Love that girl. Love them chicken heads, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, chicken heads. Uh, another great old tradition, yeah, the talking yeah. blues, yeah, where you're a, telling a story. Tell a story. Yeah. Tell a story. Tell a story. And that, again, a true story from your life of uh, how this first of your gold records got made back in... Yeah. 68 and 71 is when, yeah, it, as you said, became, yeah. became like a, a I huge cut it hit. in 68 and couldn't. It took me a while because I'm trying to do it myself. And, right, right. Yeah. And uh, when did you when did you start? In your teens? I started in 1951. 51. Yeah. So over 70 years in the business, yeah. the music has changed, but so has the way... The approach. You, yeah, the approach. And, and also the way where you can play. Oh, yeah. It's the way I can play. You know, I... So things are a little bit better. They have changed. That don't mean they're all good. Right. Because so many things have changed, but so many things still remain the same. Well, and, you know, as a young man, you would have been playing the Chitlin Circuit. Oh, yeah. That's what I started off with. I'm, I'm, I'm the king of the Chitlin Circuit. That's what, was, was it Rolling Stone magazine yeah, that yeah, called you yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, um, And now you're playing Lincoln Center and, you know, yeah. Yeah. big halls around the country. Um, it's also interesting to hear you talk about, you know, the kind of the bigger meaning of yeah. what this is for the community. You, you're a bluesman, but at that moment, you sound like a preacher's son. I, I, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying. I've said that with a joke and laughed about it, but I'm not trying to sound like a preacher's son, but I guess some of the things that he taught me rubs off on me. Sure. That don't mean to write or wrong. It's a personal thing about me. My whole life is around biblical stuff. I'm a blues singer, but I'm a biblical study, not a religion nut. Mm-hmm. It's a biblical study because it's a roadmap to my life. Let me ask you, I mean, you mentioned that you were, you're named after your dad. Yes. Where did the name Bobby Rush come from? <laughs> it took me about three months to come up with this name because I didn't want to be Emmett Ellis, which is my my name. I don't know hide it. Emmett Ellis Jr. Emmett yeah. Ellis Jr., named after my father. He's a preacher, pastor of two churches. Because I, I was looking at myself when I was 8 or 9, 10 years old. I said, one day I'm going to be this big, I didn't want to be Emmett Ellis. And they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to separate the junior from the senior uh-huh. and my dad. I said, let me find me a name. I went through, I, I named myself Eidenhouse. Roosevelt, I think about the president's president, name yeah. because, that, because that's what means big names to me. I went through all kind of names, all kind of names. I said, man, I come up with a name, Bobby Rush. I said, I got it now. I got it because it's one syllable. Nobody called me Bobby. Nobody called me Rush. Everybody called me Bobby Rush. Right. There's a whole lot of Bobs, a whole lot of Rush, but ain't but one Bobby Rush. It's a great, you know, <laughs> and it's such a memorable name. Yeah, and as you say, easy to say. Easy to say. Um, a, a lot of your story is, is told, and you, you referred to this before, <clears throat> that you're at a stage in your life now where you can say things that you wouldn't have said yeah. 40 or 50 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and so there's the autobiography. I yes. ain't studying you, yeah, named right. after the song. Of you the, know, I ain't studying you, but it meant 
to me like I'm not thinking about you. You know, you know I don't care. It's whatever you say, I ain't studying you. Say what you want to say. What you what? Yeah, what you will, what you may. You know, I ain't studying you. Yeah. It doesn't make no difference with me. And that's the kind of attitude I had. I got that from my mama. She was cooking tea cakes one day, a little cookies, and I kept eating them because I'm back with them. And she wanted to save some for the other nine children, which was my sister and brother. And when time come to lunch, well, I had already been eating. <laughs> she said, oh, you can't have any more, boy. Get out of here. I ain't studying you. <laughs> like, you know, right, that's right. where that kind of line come from. Right. Yeah. So uh, where are you in the? So there were 10 kids? 10 kids. I'm the seventh child. You're the seventh son. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't thought about this. You want you to want one of the seventh son. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. if only your dad had been a seventh son. Oh, yeah. Seventh son of a seventh son? You know, you make me think. I don't know what I think he was about the, about the 14th child. Wow. Uh, my granddaddy was married or shacking, whatever he was doing twice. He had 18 kids by each one of my grandmothers. Wow. There's 36 of them. And his 20, 26 of them lived over 100 years old. Really? Yeah. All right. So you got good genes in the family. I don't know. I'm, I know I'm blessed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. B- Bobby Rush is here with us in the studio. Um, you, you've, you found a, a wider audience even after Chicken Heads became yeah. a big hit when Martin Scorsese put you in that blues series that he did on the the road to Memphis. Was that kind of a... Yeah, that was what happened with, with that. I was the last man, or next to the last man, he called myself and Ike Turner. So Ike Turner had the spot. So my understanding, I've heard and told that Ike Turner had some problem uh, communicating with the guys he was trying to do business with. I wanted too much money, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They come to me and says, Bobby Rush, we don't have much money. We got a slot that we'd like to cut, give you five minutes in this video that we done with B.B. King and he named the people who's yeah. in it. And I looked at him, I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it, but uh, but here's the rules. Three guys sitting there, my head on my head like this. I said, you gotta come to my house and spend the night with me. Let me tell you what I do. And I could just see the guys when I told them come spend the night with me. You know, I could. <laughs> 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 I know this is this get a weird cat. <laughs> but I, but I, but I was trying to get them to come to to my house and see me Saturday night. But Sunday morning I'd be at church mm. because as a school teacher, some school teacher, and I want them to see that. Sure enough, they came. I said, "Here's what I do. This what the deal. I don't want no money." You just do this, and if you like it, then we talk about the money. Mm. They came to the church, came to my house, stayed in the night to talk to me. I heard them on the phone telling whoever it was, man, you got to come see this guy, Bobby Rush. <laughs> you got to come to his house. He down in Mississippi. You got to come see this house he had in Mississippi, you know. Is this um, the one with the nine bathrooms? Yeah, 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 yeah. But in a way, they went to church. They liked it. So next night, so while we got BB King's line, BB King Club in Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis, we want to do it. So I said, no, that's another thing. I can't do it there. I'm a king of the chilling sucker. You got to do it in the juke joint. Mm-hmm. 
that's okay. They went to the Jewish joint. The place in Nevis, Mississippi, place sees about four or five hundred people. They had a thousand people out front trying to get in to see me. They didn't know I had that kind of strength, you know. They thought I was only a little guy. They didn't know that I could draw like that, you know. And they went and they did four or five different places with me. And they now they see that I wasn't this little guy they thought I was, you know. Now they're getting the Yeah, they they yeah. getting the message. They're getting yeah, the yeah. message that I, that I could draw more black people than most people around myself, Johnny Taylor and Tyrone Davis, draw a lot of black people, you know. Sometimes two two thousand people a night. But anyway, when they saw that side of me and, and I and I was so calm about it and, and I'm good at what I do, you know. And they got into it. And when they when all seven of them came out, I probably up close to number one rated one of next to BB of you know, because of BB, you know. Of the different I, seven episodes. Different seven episodes. Yep. And yep. I probably was the one that stuck out most. Yeah. You know, so they said. You know, but I was in. I was in. Yeah. But that was a turning point for me to get the crossover. And uh, it's working for me. And I'm wearing two hats, man. I got the girls with me doing what they call a black show, the children's circuit. Then I got the acoustic thing I do by myself. Then I got the stripped down band thing, do up raw. That's three Bobby Rushes, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, this Bobby Rush has put the guitar down and picked up the harmonica. So uh, what do you want to, you want to do Garbage Man for us? I want to do this because people always ask me, so Bobby Rush, why do you sing the blues? Is it because your woman left you? Let me tell all the fellows, especially, and the ladies listening, you can have the blues when your woman leaves you, but you can also have the blues if they stay too long. <laughs> <laughs> Let me kind of demonstrate this in there, in my song. <laughs> Have you ever been mistreated by someone you shouldn't have loved? Have you ever been mistreated by someone you shouldn't have loved? And all the men my woman could have left me for, she left me for the garbage man. No matter how bad she treated me, still can't get her out of my mind. Oh, no matter how bad she treated me, still can't get her out of my mind. Every time I see a garbage can, I think about her and the garbage man all the time. If I ever get my woman to come back home, I'm gonna buy myself a garbage truck. If I ever get my woman to come back home, I'm gonna buy myself a garbage truck. 
And when my garbage can't get full, I said, when my garbage can't get full, I'm going to take it and dump that stuff way, way out in the woods. That's the blues for you. Yes, it is. Bobby Rush, live with Garbage Man. Uh, the new album is called All My Love For You. Um, tell me about this musical that you're developing called Slipping Through the Cracks. Slip- what, what is this? Slipping Through the Cracks is what I call bless. I watch Sam Cooke get killed for something he was trying to do in some position he tried to put himself in as a writer, as a publisher, as a businessman. I use Sam Cooke, but he's not the only one. Right. There's many people who were smart enough to make some good businessmen and women out of themselves, and they couldn't do it because the racial thing. And that's what reminds me of 1951 when I went to Chicago to Leonard Phil Chess to record. I was sitting at the table, Bo Diddley, myself, Little Walter, Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, Johnny Hooker, Smokey oh Hall. All of us were sitting there trying to get a job to record with Chess. Muddy Waters was already recording him and Willie Dixon. Right, right. Bo Diddley just hadn't got there. And that was a pamper on the table said 10 and 208, 10 and 208 is merging. I thought it was two unions, but at the time I found out that it was one union, that one side of the union represented the black musician, the other side, the white musician. But since they were merging, I perceive it's going to be great for the black guys now. By that time I said, what I said about it, Leonard walked in, Phil's brother. So what you guys laughing about? Bo Dilly giggled and laughed and said, ha, ha, Bobby Ray said the unions is merging. I didn't know why he laughed, but I found out later he laughed because I shouldn't be reading why white people were there. Uh. So by that time, Phil and Leonard both was in the room. So what y'all laughing about? And he said again, Bobby Ray said, the union immersion is gonna be good for us. <laughs> and laughed like that. So he turned and told his brother, said, we can't use that nigga because he can read. Hmm. I didn't get the job, but I got a job with Cesar Capone working on Rush Street. I was the only black man working on Rush Street. Then I went to Playboy. I was the second black man in Playboy. And I had protection because Cesar Capone was Al Capone's brother taking a liking on me. And I started digging, and I started going back to chess and recording in the same places with no money. I put the tapes under my arm, and when he asked me, you got any money today? I said, no, let me talk to my boss. He thought I was talking to him. Capone, and I didn't even know what it meant. I used that to get my tapes out the door. Wow. So here I am now, and I can talk about it now. Yeah. I probably own more of my master than any black blues singer in the country. 
Which, which is why it took you three years to get chicken heads. I <laughs> yeah. mean, but it was but yours. It was and mine. when it finally broke, yeah. Yeah. that money was yours. That's right. Um, and so this musical that you're developing called Slipping Through the Cracks, is that going to tell this yeah, story? Yeah, it's telling the story about I slipped through the cracks. I slipped through the cracks. Yeah. See, what happened in, in, in life, it started from when I was 9 or 10 years old. My dad had been a preacher, and he'd taken me out of schools and, Junior, I said, yes, sir. He said, you got to help me with the other nine children. You seem to be apping all of my kids. I want you to help me come out of school and help me raise cotton to help the children. He said, when I was 12 years old, going to 11 years, wasn't 12, there was a guy called E.L. Budge had a gin. He said, I'm going to plant you in the gin. He didn't say, they're only going to pay you. Three dollars a week, but you can get information that I need, son. Mm. So he put me in the gin. Cause that time the white guy was in the gin. They would sit around the round table and talk about the Dow Jones. What black people didn't know what Dow Jones was. They would talk about what the cotton was gonna sell, mm-hmm. how much they gonna sell it for, and all the prices of everything was in the cotton fields. What they gonna sell it for? And I would have a little sand in my pocket and a rag in another pocket, and I would throw it on his shoes so I could wipe it off and be around the table when they talking. Now I got to remember all of this. Now from about Chicago, I got to make I got to make sure they they don't know I can read or write. So I I would hear all of this. They saw on Barbarushes. They just talk. So I would go home in the afternoon. My daddy would say, Junior. What you hear today, boy? I said, don't sell no cotton, but you can sell the seed. You can sell this and you can sell it. I could tell him what the price of everything and remember it. Wow. And I and he, church was 9.30, quarter to 10 on a Sunday morning. He would call all the black people around at 8.30 to 9 o'clock, tell them what to sell, what not to sell for my information. I was inside the gym. You were the inside trader. Oh, I was. I, was, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I had the information, man. Yeah. I had the information. I, I could sit here and, and listen and, to you all day, but and, we don't have all day. So. And, and I tell the truth about everything I talk about. I said when I come in, I'm looking at you, and I appreciate you being uh, the host, but the producer look better than you. you know? <laughs> 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 the, yes, yes. That, Pro- <laughs> producer Karen Havlick shot yeah. video of Bobby Rush's performances today, and Irene Trudell, our technical yeah. director behind yeah. the uh, the control room there. Irene, always. Oh, that's, that's it. That's it. I'm coming back. If they invite me by, I'm coming back. <laughs> I got to think think about twice with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been nice. I was kidding with you, but uh, I thank know you that. For, uh, thank you for that. Bobby Rush, thank you so much. Uh, so, yes, uh, Karen in the video room, Irene in the control room. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Just text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org. But one of these old days, pretty mama, you're going to wish you had a man like me. Okay, how long you stay? One of these mornings, you're gonna come back my way.